everyone, it's Kylie Nicole and I am a medium in Perth in WA and also the founder of the Empowered Path program. I am talking a little bit around um, holistic and spiritual women going into business because that's what the Empowered Path program is about and we have our second launch starting on the 23rd of January. So I don't know quite when this podcast is going to hit your ears. Uh, I'm not too sure how they timeline it. So uh, it may have already started and that's fine. Uh, but otherwise, I'm really excited about the second launch. So we're talking about all things business at the moment. And I have been for a little while uh, because I'm trying to normalize and change the conversation around spiritual women allowing themselves to get into business. So I'm going to have a pretty quick podcast this week because the one last week went on for quite a long time. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, all the balance and all things. And today I wanted to talk, to talk about what does it take to make your own business work. Now, I have written down some things. Normally with my podcast, I just talk and kind of go wherever I need to go with it. But I try to be more structured with this. So we'll see how it goes. Generally, I'm a creative. I like to work on the fly. Um, having lists and, and talk points don't necessarily always work for me. But we'll just, we'll just go where we need to go anyway. So, Okay. What does it take to make your own business work? In this day and age, it's never been easier for women to be in business, for anyone to be in business. You can run a business from your from your your, well, your laptop at home. <laughs> Thank you, COVID. We've all been doing, well, you know, we've all done this for a while now. And it's really normalized the fact that you don't need to be in an office. You don't need to be in a physical space that represents the workplace. Plus, we have so many resources available to us now that are free or low cost. And you can literally create anything that you want. So often we hide behind not knowing how to do something instead of just Googling how to do it. Use the, resource, there. <laughs> Use the resources that you have to hand to get the information that you need to get yourself past those limitations. But again, there has never been an easier time to get a business up and running. You can do most of it online. There's no standing in queues. There's no having to deal with people or, or bureaucracy. And for the most, you know, every now and again, there will be things I won't lie. But for the most, it's pretty streamlined. And there is so much opportunity. It opens the world up for you. So what does it take to make it work? Now, I, w I have been running my mediumship as a business for the last two years. My business has grown 350% in the first year. Um, and I have, I've grown a six-figure business in two years. So this is something that I'm proud of because I like the numbers to back up the work, the numbers of the energetic exchange. But I'm mostly proud of it because it means that every dollar that I've made, I've created incredible change. I have provided healing. I've provided evidential proof of the continuation of the soul. And that's what I'm here to do. I love high impact work. I love doing something meaningful. I love to be able to take my place and honor my soul purpose. And that's what that kind of means to me. When I talk about the fact that I've grown a six-figure business in two years, that's what that means to me. That's what I'm talking about. So how does it work? How do you make a business work? What do you need? What are the things that make it easier for you? Um, this is my opinion anyway. This is my take on it. And the first thing I wrote down was a sense of humor because this is mostly not going to look how you think it's going to look or how you think it should look. And that's okay. You are going to be, you'll either win or you'll learn and there are going to be curveballs every now and again. And if you've got a sense of humor, you can laugh through 90% of these things. I promise you there will probably not be anything you know, career ending. <laughs> You're not going to do anything so dumb that you can never face the world again. We all make mistakes and, you know, you will send out an email without an, a link or you'll send out, you'll forget to tell people what a cost is for something or, 
you will mess up something online. It doesn't matter. We all make mistakes. It's part of the process. Just honor it, laugh about it, learn from it and move on. Uh, But a sense of humor and sometimes a dark sense of humor is definitely handy when you're going through the teething teething period, the trial and error period. So, you know, come well prepared. (laughs) Uh, Flexibility and adaptability to make the most of opportunities that come up on the fly are also helpful. Because the universe, I really can't talk today. (laughs) The universe is always supporting you and will always bring in fresh ideas and fresh influence and things that they want you to look at or different perspectives that you can take something from. So the ability to be aware of those things as they're being handed to you or going past you is super important. It means that you can create something that doesn't exist yet when you can breathe life into new ventures and new opportunities. And you can, if you're creative like I am, you can do these on the fly. It takes a couple of seconds and you can do it on your own or you can collaborate with somebody else. However it works, if you don't have your eyes open to these things that are being brought to you, you're going to miss out on a lot of opportunity. A strong money mindset is imperative. It's absolutely imperative. I don't know why I didn't have that. It's the first thing on the top of my list because normally it's up there. To be fair, it's number three, so we're not too far from the top of the list. (laughs) But you do have to have this strong money mindset so you can set prices that are in alignment and equal energetic exchange with the work that you're doing and not with your perception around what everybody else is doing or what they expect from you. There's always more money to be earned. And again, I prefer to look at money as an energetic exchange rather than a currency. I feel like you'll find the right people to work with your vibration. You'll find your level of people. And I think that your whatever you set your prices at will reflect that level of person because you're always going to find the people who want to work with you. So there's obviously strategic ways of doing that. But when you go in with the right intention and the right mindset, it makes all of that stuff so much easier and so much more streamlined. And it's just it's worth doing that based on your own intuitive aspect as well and not based on what everybody else is doing. Stay in your own lane and set your own prices. Number four, I've got the ability to be creative and expressive. And I've touched on that a little bit already through this conversation Um, because it is so important because those are your avenues of expression and how you play with energy and how you create different workshops or courses or how you engage with your ideal clients and all of those things. So much of that is creative. And even when you're a numbers person, how you present numbers, that's creative. Even accountancy, things like that, those can all be creative expression if it's done in the right way. Uh, So for me, the ability to be creative and expressive together is huge because if I didn't have that ability, I feel like I'd be quite claustrophobic or quite stifled within my job. I feel like I'd just be doing one thing and my soul would get exasperated in that space. I know certainly that was the case for me in corporate. I needed to be in a situation where I was constantly problem solving and jumping from thing to thing to keep me engaged. Otherwise, it was soul destroying. It's so important to have strong ethics and values and boundaries to uphold them because those are the very foundations of anything that you build. Your your values are so reflected in your business because if they're not, your business isn't going to work for you because it won't be congruent with who you are. And you need to have ethics because as a holistic or a spiritual person in business, your ethics are your guiding light. They are what bring you the right people. They are how you treat people. They're how everything happens on an energetic level with the right intention behind it. Your ethics and your values are so important, but they mean nothing if you don't have the boundaries around you to support them. 
So you need to be responsible for communicating your expectations to everybody who comes within your business, within the energy of your business. That's your responsibility. And you have to have boundaries to protect your own energy and also the energy of your business. So that is super important. If you don't have those things, you will burn out, you'll get resentful, you're not going to want to be there. And therein ends the game. You need to be willing to invest in yourself and in your business. I think sometimes the money aspect can be absolutely horrifying. But you know what? Even in my own personal story, I think when I first started looking at um, up-leveling my business and I was like, okay, well, maybe I should do a course. Maybe I should um, get a little bit more familiar with some things and especially around marketing. I, I'm not very good at that. Like I, It's a work in progress. I'm not going to spend too much time on that. <laughs> but I was – one of the first courses that I did, it was a big stretch for me financially – I'm trying to think about how much it costs now. I can't remember. And also I know it was in US dollars, which I didn't necessarily realize initially. But when, and I did it on a payment plan through Zip. But it was like, was it six grand, seven grand? Like a thousand Australian? Like 6,000 Australian or 7,000 Australian? I can't remember. I think it might have been 6,000 Australian. Um, Not convinced. But I did it through Zip Money because I didn't have the 6,000 Australians sitting there. And um, I knew I could make the repayments. I knew it wasn't going to be an issue because I could I could pay, like split it out into, um, I think it was six months or whatever it was. I knew I could make the repayments. I knew that wasn't going to be the issue. But it was just the idea of spending that amount of money on my business. And it's not the fact that you can claim it back on taxes, whatever. Like it's not about that. It's all just uh, it was about me honoring myself and giving myself to spend uh, giving myself permission to spend that kind of money on myself. So, yep, the money mindset thing definitely came in there. But you never stop learning. And some things you'll learn from, like, you know, experience and life and other things you have to learn from somebody else. Like you have to take their, the people who have already done it, you have to have their perspective. And especially if you're drawn to some element of what they do and how they do it, engage with them, be in that energy and see what you can take away from that. And it's okay to invest in yourself. It's okay to spend money on yourself because you don't need to suffer all the way through and figure it out all by yourself. And that's something else I realized. I always want to do everything on my own, which kind of loops back to that marketing thing that I was mentioning before. I could just pay somebody else to do it, but I feel like I need to do it myself and I don't. It's just weird. It's a weird thing that I've got like this thing in my head that I want to know how it's done. But I did my own website for the same reason. I learned how to do that because... I didn't want to have to rely on somebody else to change things for me when I wanted to change them because, again, I'm pretty spontaneous. I'm always on the fly. I'm always in the creative. So if I want to change something on my website, I want to be able to do it straight away. And I figured the best way of doing that was to build it myself so then I knew exactly how everything worked. And, you know, to some degree I agree, but a lot of the time I wasn't as busy then as I am now and I had that time that I could put into it, whereas with my marketing and my business – I've got so many different balls in the air at the moment that I'm not getting the courses done that I'm trying to get done. So I'm not really achieving much. I'll do it, but it'll take me longer. Um, And is it really necessary? So those are the questions you do need to ask yourself, but always be willing to invest in yourself and always be willing to keep learning. Um, You are worth the money. It's an investment. It's called an investment for a reason. You are 100% worth the money. So if it's in alignment with your business and if it's going to fast track you so you don't have to suffer and do it all yourself, Go for it. Um, A solid structure around your business to avoid double handling and keeping clean records is important as well. So you want to have, again, boundaries, but you also want to have your insurances in line. You want to have all of those things that keep you safe 
uh, within your business sorted out. And you want it done in a way that it's accessible and transparent. So you never want to be sneaky about anything that you're doing in your business. Not because, you know, like everyone does the wink, wink, nudge, nudge tax thing. Um, and I get that and that's fine. Like, But if you if you want your business to, to be taken seriously, understand that you will be paying tax. You're going to be doing things for an accountant. You're going to be doing things in a very visible, transparent way because otherwise the energetic connotation that you're attaching to your business is not one of the right vibration for you. Unless, of course, you're okay with that. Unless that does match with your vibration. I'm overthinking it. <laughs> but generally, you don't really want to have anything that's sneaky or underhand attached to the energy of your business because that's what will then be put out there and that's what you're going to self-perpetuate and that's not the ideal place to be in. So try and just get it right the first time. Keep it clean. Keep it where it needs to be. Keep it accessible. Keep it transparent. And then it's a lot easier moving forward. Having a work-life balance is so important as well. We're not here just to work and, and like suffer for our money. It's not what it's about. So having that balance is super important. You need to know when you're switching off and when you're spending time with family, when you're spending time on yourself, when you're kind of honoring your own human self and not necessarily all about the business and all about work. There has to be balance. That's why you're in business for yourself. It's so that you're not giving every hour God sent to something else. You're giving yourself the abundance of time and the freedom of time so you can work when it suits you and you can be there for your family and you're not missing out on all the important things. Like don't don't underestimate how important that particular point is. I like number nine. I didn't think that I would write something like this, but I have, and I'm surprised but also quite comforted by it. I've written vulnerability because it's honest and people appreciate vulnerability. Now, I don't often think about this because it's just part of how I interact. I'm very in my emotions, I'm very in my feelings, I'm an empath and I use that as a tool. And I think that's, well, I know that's how we should be using it. We shouldn't ever be defined in a negative way or depleted or diminished by being an empath. Um, but I also feel like it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to not be placing yourself as, as an expert or as the guru. I've always said that within my own business and with everything that I'm creating, I am a co-creator. I'm not... I'm not somebody who will tell you how to do something. I will meet you where you're at and we will co-create something together. And what that something is depends on both of us. So it depends on our combined energy and where we take that and how, how you then go and implement that energy into your own business and what that looks like for you. I will always be learning something. I am still on my own journey. I will always be learning something. I just may be a little bit further ahead on that particular path than you. And that means that I'm able to help. And that's how I look at this. I don't go in as like the boss. I don't go in as like the leader. I don't go in as any of that stuff. I don't identify as that. I do identify as a leader, but in other ways. Um, but I'm also quite happy to put up my hand when I don't know something and say I don't know. It's not something I'm aware of or it's not in my field of reference. And I will always go and find out. That's the other thing. I'm never hands off. I never step back and be like, I have no idea. I'll always be like, well, I don't know. But give me a minute. I'm going to go and figure it out. So... Vulnerability and being able to say when you when you're not sure when you when you when you've got something wrong as well it's okay to own when you've made a mistake like we're only human well we're not we're energetic beings having a human experience but aside from that <laughs> we're entitled for mistakes to be part of that experience and you have to love yourself because of that not despite of it so be vulnerable be able to connect on a human level and be a human don't hide behind. Don't hide behind a corporate face. Don't hide behind an uncaring 
inhuman aspect unless it's something where you need to for boundaries. So I um, obviously within my own business, I structure things in a way that I've got a scheduling software system. So people go and they book their readings, they pay for them in full. Uh, I have automated emails which tell them where to go and when to go and sends a reminder. I actually don't really need to get involved with that aspect of it at all, which is amazing because I was double handling a lot of that before. And then I had somebody who booked with me and she she didn't turn up six times. It's not like it was just a one-off. And there was always an excuse. And part of me being who I am is I know when people are lying because the energy doesn't come in it from the right angle. And I know that sounds ridiculous. I don't know how to explain it other than that, but it doesn't come in from the right angle and I know it's a lie. So I knew she was lying and I knew that I knew exactly who'd passed away. I knew that there were things going on in her life and everything else. And I think that there's a lot that wasn't being spoken about as well. And I, I embrace all of that because that's part of the human experience, but I don't, I, I couldn't allow it in my business. I couldn't allow it for myself. The fact that I let it go on six times, normally if someone misses an appointment or if they don't cancel within, you know, 24 hours, business hours, whatever, they lose their space because I don't have enough time to get somebody in from the wait list and I've already paid for a babysitter and I've already had to arrange things on that day to, to be done in a certain way. And I do have a wait list. So if people don't give me time to facilitate that, then I miss out and I'm losing a lot of money. But I did that six times for this woman because I really wanted her to have her reading. I really wanted her to have that connection with spirit. And I didn't uphold my boundaries around that, which meant that I was continuously allowing bad behavior. And that whole that whole situation didn't go the way it should have gone. So I learned something from that because I wanted to be vulnerable with her. I wanted to honor her experience. I wanted to honor her pain, but I let it go on for too long because I didn't have boundaries. So there is also a time when vulnerability is not a good thing, but you have to be you have to be aware and flexible around this this particular point, I think. Because more often than not, being vulnerable and transparent and open is a good thing. I just think sometimes you have to combine that with boundaries to make sure that you're not being taken advantage of. Um, the last one I had was transparency. And I've touched on that a little bit before as well because of the energetic signature. But it's also just about being okay to share your vision with the world, being okay to be visible in the place that you hold for yourself and the place that you hold for your clients as well. It's not just for you. But you want to be sharing your world in an authentic, in an ethical, in an open and honest way because we don't always get it right. But anything that we don't get right becomes part of our story. So it's okay to talk about those things that we haven't quite nailed. You know, I tell that story about how when I decided I was going to do the mediumship, I set up this evening event thing. It's in New South Wales. And I set up this evening event thing and I put it out there and I hired this room and we had the catering and da-da-da. And nobody turned up, not a single person. <laughs> and this was right at a point where Spirit had been pushing me for such a long time to step into my mediumship. And I had finally found the courage to do it. And it, it was a big push for me because even though I'd always done my mediumship on the side, quietly, I'd never owned myself as a medium. I'd never owned my place as like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to take my place. This is This is what I'm here to do. I'd never owned it until that point. So then I decided I was going to do it. And I set everything up and nobody turned up. It was just me and my friend and we sat there on the floor drinking chamomile tea and laughing and it was a beautiful evening. Um, and I know and I knew then I, I wasn't sore about it at the point and I'm not sore about it now. I love this moment because it was me stepping up and proving that I'm willing to put myself out there regardless of if nobody turns up. 
or if one person turns up or if, you know, now down the track, obviously I've, I've worked in front of big groups of people and, and I've reached huge, huge platforms and stuff. So um, I will turn up exactly the same way, knowing that Spread are going to turn up for me because I've put myself out there. And Spread have never left me hanging since then. <laughs> it was just me proving to myself that I was going to do what I said I was going to do. And I just think that that is so beautiful. Everything that we go through becomes part of our story. And it's something that we will look back on at some point and go, hey, do you remember when? And then you'll see the trajectory from that point. And it's like, wow, I love this. I love this for myself. I love this journey. I honor the space. Um, and I love the humor that comes in with it. And it's also why number one is having a sense of humor. <laughs> So there you have it. That is my take on what it takes to 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 run a business, to be in business, to create a business in this day and age. I haven't listed things like software know-how and tech and um, social media marketing and all of those things because they all have a place, but there are ways around that stuff and you can always learn it down the track or you can pay somebody to do it for you. So, you know, there are lots of ways to manage that in a different way, but these are more about the personal attributes that you need to be successful. Uh, and those are just based on my own experience. So I would love you to share your perspective on that with me. I'd love to know what you think you need to have to make it in business and what your plans are to get yourself there. And as always, thank you for listening. I love sharing this time with you guys. Um, it is precious to me. I do get so much from sharing these stories as well. And I just hope that they help you the way that they sort of provide a validation to me in some ways. So that's it for me. I will, I will catch you next week on another episode. And for now, go where you're called, love bravely and live loud. Mm -hmm.